Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Relegation Station, brought to you by Connor Dugan and Kyle Barks. Today is our first podcast we're really excited about. Um, We've got a jam-packed podcast for you. we got a couple messages from our sponsors. Uh, we got a little introduction of ourselves, since you probably want to know who you're listening to right now, in case you don't know us. Um, and then we got a little explanation of what this podcast is going to bring to you what we're going to talk about on a weekly basis, some of the guests we want to bring in, some segments that we have planned so far. Um, And then we're going to hop right into a little Premier League recap for the weekend. Had a great weekend of games. Um, Big slate, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Um, Some real important games, some less important games, but we're going to talk about them all. Yeah, yeah. thanks, Connor. Thanks for starting us off. I mean, that was a, a great slate of games, like you said. But let's get started with a little piece of advertisement from our friends at Win Your Moment. Win Your Moment is a clothing brand that makes moments matter. Win Your Moment provides stylish athletic wear from pants to shirts to hoodies to whatever your athleticism needs. Win Your Moment is blessing our fans with a chance to win some new gear. All you have to do is get two friends and yourself to subscribe to our podcast and follow Win Your Moment on Instagram at Win Your Moment. Well, let's hop to it. Welcome back. Um, to get us started off, I'm going to do a little introduction of myself, and Kyle's going to give one of himself. Uh, currently, I attend Indiana University Bloomington from St. Louis, Missouri. Um, I'm a real big supporter of the Indiana Hoosiers football team and basketball team. I think we're going to get into a little later about how the Hoosiers got snubbed of a real nice bowl game on New Year's Day. Um, some of my other favorite teams are the Cardinals, the St. Louis Cardinals, St. Louis Blues. Um, and now I'm going to promote myself as a super fan for the STL City Soccer Club that is going to be entering the MLS in 2023 after COVID put us back a year. Um, yeah, and so that's a little about me, Kyle. Yeah, so I, I'm a senior as well at Belmont University. It's in Nashville, Tennessee. I play soccer there. Dugan and I, we met uh, back in high school, St. Louis, Missouri, at the Smet Jesuit, go Spartans. Shout out Spartans. We actually met in uh, Coach DeGrief's, what was that, Algebra? Algebra 1, I think. It was Algebra 1 class, which we just tore apart and shredded it. Um, And then from then on, we just kind of were buddies. And just to tell you a little bit more about myself, uh, Dugan and I share a lot of teams, um, a lot of individual athletes that we both really like and respect. A couple of those being Tiger Woods, Tom Brady. I mean, two of just some of the most winningest players in their respective sports, which is just things we love to see. Uh, I'm an Arsenal fan, St. Louis Cardinals, St. Louis Blues, Hoosiers football, basketball, Belmont basketball. Those are kind of my main teams. Um, and then just kind of get into why we started this podcast. Basically, we gave the name Relegation Station because in high school – the relegation teams typically played, I mean, it's not true, but they, we thought they typically played at 6 in the morning on Saturday and Sunday. So it was just 
we were always asking each other, like, oh, is anyone going to be up for the relegation games at 6 in the morning? So we just kind of ran with that, and we got relegation station just kind of as our station. Let's see. Going into we the got... direction of the podcast. Um... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what that's where I was trying to go. All right, so basically the reason we made this podcast was because Dugan and I, we have two kind of outside looks into the soccer world, into the sports world in general. Me being an athlete and Dugan being a fan of pretty much all sports, soccer specifically, um, is kind of something we really want to dive into with the Premier League recaps happening weekly, uh, Boxing Day is coming up for the Premier League. So this is a really exciting time in the Premier League. We are down to the last 16 in the Champions League. That's going to be played, I think, February is going to be when that fires back up again. So we have a little bit of time on that, but that's going to come up quickly. And then on the backside of 2021, we're going to have U.S. World Cup qualifying. I know that schedule is out. Um, I do not know it off the top of my head. We're going to have to look into that as we get closer. But, I mean, these are going to be a couple things we're going to really follow just kind of throughout the upcoming year, next couple months. Uh, just as of right now, Premier League's a thing that's that's in, that's hot. We're obviously going to talk a little about a little bit of college football, maybe a little bit of college basketball, maybe a little bit of NFL football. Um, just kind of wherever the sports world takes us. Yeah, and so you guys probably don't want to listen to us 24-7 on this podcast. So what we plan to do is bring in some interesting guests to keep you guys listening um, and keep your – Attention focused, but uh, yeah, some of these guests that we plan to bring in are um, Logan Poncho. He played for Stanford, won a national championship with them. Um, he started the clothing brand Win Your Moment, which our podcast is very big fans of. Um, we're bringing in our buddy Kiko from Italy. He plays soccer at Belmont with Barks. Real interesting guy. He's going to talk to you a little about a little bit about um, coming from Italy and playing in the U.S what the difference in the sport was here and there. Um, talk about some of the culture shock that he experienced coming from Italy. Um, and then we're planning on bringing our buddy Derek Radke in. Um, not a soccer guy, but a lax guy. Real interesting guy who's moved around a bit in his life. He's got some interesting stories to tell, some conversations to have. Um, so that will be nice for the guys that are listening to this podcast, guys and girls that listen to this podcast and don't really like soccer all too much. Um, we plan on bringing on like a variety of guests in, uh, so we can kind of feed everyone's needs. Um, yeah, I think our guests are really just typically random people. I mean, all of them have different interests. They're not just soccer, that's for sure. So we'll be able to cover most of the audience and and we'll kind of what they want to hear. Yeah, and so I think Kyle mentioned it earlier, but some of these segments that we plan to do on a weekly basis, um, we got one, and that's going to be player fuck up of the week um that'll be i don't know maybe do we expand it not just from the premier league but to maybe all sports yeah it could be it definitely could be i mean after watching this weekend i don't think i really saw something that was so shocking that could earn that title because i mean that title needs to be earned um so we might have to look to the rest of the sports world for that moment this weekend yeah and then we have um the fan favorite of the week do you want to explain that one yeah so the fan favorite Typically, it's going to be somebody in the Premier League, somebody that the fans can just get behind and take off with. This is normally maybe a guy from their youth academy, player of the week in that particular week, 
Um, it could be any of these things, but there's always one guy that the fans just absolutely eat up after a good weekend, and that's what the fan favorite's going to be. Yeah, and then we got um, a fun one, the phrases of the week from the Premier League, and that's just going to be what me and Kyle pick up hearing the commentators say and uh, kind of just decide what we think is either the most absurd comment that they make or the funniest. Um, typically, it's going to be a mixture of both there, but that will be a real fun segment for us, and definitely um, if you follow the Premier League, be listening for some of your favorite phrases of the week and maybe send those in if you want. Um, but, yeah, that's just kind of a little rundown of the podcast and what to expect. I think now, after a message from one of our sponsors, we're going to hop into the Premier League recap. Here's a message from our sponsors at Pepper's Deli and Barbecue. So, Pepper's, it's one of my favorite places in town. Um, if you're just looking for a sandwich and you don't want to hit the Subway or the Jimmy John's of the world, you want to go find a good sandwich that's going to be made well, it's going to be made with love, you're going to head right up to Pepper's, 32 Clarkson Road, Ellisville, Missouri, 63011. This is going to be right on that corner of Manchester and Clarkson, okay? It's going to be right next to a Jiffy Lube, a McDonald's. Let's say if you're going north on Clarkson and you made it to the Lion's Choice, you have gone too far, okay? Turn it around, right back down. There's going to be a I think it's a Quick Trip or is it a Phillips 66? There's one of those. It's either a Quick Trip or a Phillips 66 right there on Manchester and Clarkson. You're going to keep going north. Uh, I'd say 200 yards, and it's going to be on your left-hand side. You're going to turn right in there, and you're going to call in, and I'm going to tell you, this is probably going to be the order you're going to make. Focaccia bread, turkey, lettuce, onion, and this is the most important part. Don't forget this one. The Chipotle mayo from there. Unbelievable. And then you're going to get that thing toasted, wrapped up. It's going to come with a pickle inside. And you're going to ship that thing off to your house. And I'm telling you what, you're going to enjoy it. Welcome back. Um, now it is time for our first ever Premier League weekend recap. And to start us off um, on Saturday, first match of the day, Crystal Palace versus Liverpool. And 7-0 Liverpool. Good God, that is an ass clapping. Yeah, so Liverpool back to the top of the table, top of the league, right at the time where you really want to, you know, right before this Boxing Day is coming around. I think we saw Minamino, who popped into uh, Salah's role, normally playing on the right wing. They gave Salah a rest, and the front three was Mane, Firmino, Minamino, uh, the Japanese transfer from last year, and he scored in the third minute. Uh, there's one key moment I actually want to look at. I know the score was 7 nothing, but uh, IU was, uh, went to the byline about the 24th minute. Went straight down to the byline, had a nice cut back, just cut it back a little bit too far for Zaha, who would have, like, certainly made it 1-1. And, I mean, I'm no genius, but, like, where does the game go from there if it's 1-1? What does it finish at that point? You know, it's just, like, it's 1-1 and 7-0. I don't really know. What do you think, dude? 
You think, I mean, you think it's a big point or, or no? I think it would have changed the scoreline to 7-1, but I don't think... I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think Liverpool goes on to score seven. They, eh, that's they that, that, were yeah. dominant. They were. Yeah, they not were messing around. They had just yeah. come off a win against Tottenham. They wanted yep. to make another statement in addition to the one they made earlier this week. And I do agree. They, they sure were damn did. Their it. performance. Wow, unbelievable. Yeah. Good team. Um, They're just. Yeah, they, and that, I mean, let's see. Without Virgil Van Dyke, they look. They just their identity's still there. They legitimately look like they have not missed a beat. I mean, yeah. uh, Matip and Fabinho are looking great in the back line. I mean, Fabinho is looking like potentially the best center back in the league right now, in Definitely. my opinion. Um, and that extends their unbeaten run to ten games. So wow. they're informed to say the least. Um, yeah, I guess moving on, Man City versus Southampton. Um, one nil, Man City. Yeah, I think one of the biggest takeaways I have. So Pep, Pep Guardiola normally loves to play this beautiful soccer. I mean, we saw it with Barcelona when they were in twenty twelve, like potentially the greatest team to ever walk the earth with Xavi, Iniesta, David Villa, Messi, all those guys, Busquets. Um. And then he tried to do something similar with City. And, like, they obviously, they won the league twice. They've had a couple good shots in the Champions League, but they've always fallen short and knocked out way too early. But what I saw in this game specifically was kind of a new style. Like, Pep was kind of okay with, like, just getting the result. Like, that was the most important thing. I think previously, like, he cares about, you know, how they played and how beautiful it looked and what this was a scoreline, 5 nothing or 6 nothing. No, I mean, they won one nothing for Southampton. Southampton, decent side. And they got the result. That's the most important takeaway, I think. Yeah, I mean, they were 3-4 and four on the table going into this weekend. So, I mean, um, definitely it was a big game, an important game, and I think it was the right result. Um, yeah. I think also, though, I kind of liked watching Southampton. I mean, Guys like Teal Walcott and Danny Ings on the team is just it's funny just watching them play and actually Dude. help their team get results. Yeah, serious competitors. Than, yeah, and like like Teal Walcott, dude, like dude's like getting up there and he was he was a workhorse that game. Like Yeah. I mean he was still outpacing everyone on the Yeah, Man he was City causing defense. he was causing loads of problems, yeah. honestly. I don't think like Southampton like was out of this game, but I mean, no, definitely, they definitely like, had some good chances. Yeah, they looked, they looked decent, and I mean, I think it was the right result. But Southampton's a good team. Yeah, and I mean, um, there's like a lot of grass monsters in this game. I don't know if you noticed, but like, there was like multiple times where people were literally just slipping off ball Dude, for no. I have no reason. idea what was going on with that. Yeah. I mean, like, normally they'd have the studs in, right? Like you have yeah. your you have your soft grounds in. It wasn't ready. raining. I mean, it did, no, it wasn't raining. It didn't look like they were playing on any sort of cow pasture. I mean, the field was beautiful. Yeah. And you're telling me these guys, I mean, no one could keep their their tires down. <laughs> Everyone was falling over. Yeah, I know. I that, was, that was interesting, dude. I, I wonder what that was. I mean, because all those weird. guys wear their soft ground, so they all have the metal studs in. Yeah. I don't know. It was, it was weird. Yeah. Um, moving on again, we have Arsenal versus Everton. Everton wins 2-1. to one. Good God, Arsenal. You are fucked. Arsenal. Oh, my God. 
They're fucking shocking, me. dude. So, the question is, are Teta in or out? Oh. In my opinion, I'm on the line. Like, I, I can't decide because, I I mean, we, we saw this summer. We won the FA Cup, which was, like, a huge result. We beat City, then we beat Chelsea. We win the FA Cup. No manager in Arsenal's history has ever won a trophy in their first year. Arteta comes in, boom. He gives us a trophy, delivers it. He actually gives us European soccer because we weren't going to qualify. We finished eighth in the league. And it just makes you think, this guy can do really good things for you. But on the other side, we're 15th. 15th in the league. 15th in the league. I mean, like, I I need to look at, is it five? I think it's five points clear of relegation. Five points clear of relegation, and we're halfway through the season, and this is Arsenal? Well, this is a new Arsenal to me. Dude, you can't eat, like, no one can blame it on ABBA being out. Like, like Everton was a better team. Arsenal yeah. stinks. They shoot themselves in the foot every yeah. freaking game. Yeah. Just, come on, guys. Seriously. Honestly, I'm looking, I'm looking in the team. I'm looking at this team that they started, and I'm putting that right next to Everton's team that started. I'm looking at these pictures in front of me, and I legitimately, Everton is a better team. Yeah. Of the people that are on the field, Aubameyang out, uh, Partey out, these guys look, I mean, they look lost. They look lost. There's no identity. There's no, like, toughness. There's no grit about them. They just seem like they're playing playing as individuals i'm looking at the lineup as well right now and arsenal's lineup looks like a bunch of players who were washed up before they even like were good you know like they literally started shooting the bed before they could make a name for themselves and that's who they fielded against everton and to speak on everton everton is actually pretty damn good calvert lewin dude is a stud he should have gotten the credit with that goal should have 12 goals this season he's leading the league He's a stud. Yeah, I like he's him. A, he's he's good. a good player, dude. I mean, he is fired up this year. Yeah. Kind of and been quiet previously. Been there. He's now, I heard an interview saying he, he thinks he's, you know, he fits the role of the Everton 9 now. Like, he truly feels like he's the Everton 9. And, I mean, in this game, he's causing all sorts of problems. And all year oh, yeah. he's been causing problems, obviously. Leading the league in goals. Should have had another one. I know that was in, that got credited for own goal on holding yeah but uh i mean he caused a problem there he created the goal pretty much good player also also they had uh james rodriguez was out that game i think he's gonna be out maybe a week or two more i gotta look more into that but obviously a big piece out but they have let's see rick carlson really good player it will be the uh ex-arsenal player that they got rid of there I did not realize. So they have a, and then I think Sigurdsson. Yeah, Sigurdsson is their uh, their ten. So they have a, they're attacking four, pretty good. I mean, considering Calvert Lewin has twelve goals this year. Yeah, and I know you wanted to talk about Pepe taking the pen for Arsenal. Yeah, I don't. I mean, that was my initial thought, right? Like, I'm like, oh my gosh. So, Maitland Niles draws the penalty for him. I'm thinking, okay, here we go. Like. This is the only way we're going to get back in this game. It seems like. It feels like, you know. I mean, they did have a good spell there for about 15, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. But I see Pepe step up, and I'm just like, okay, Pepe? Like, really? But 
at the same time, I look back at the team, and I'm like, well, there's no one else I want taking on Pepe. You're supposed to be the $88 million signing we got that was a League One player of the year, and I don't even trust you. I don't even trust you to take a penalty in the Premier League. In the Premier League game, I don't even trust you to take a penalty. Um, yeah, that was interesting. But I, yeah, honestly, I mean, like, who it, else it was are good, you gonna It was a good pen, that? and Pickford yeah. left. Pickford dove early, so yeah. I mean, you can't complain about a made pen. So, um, job. yeah. Next game, we have Newcastle versus Fulham. One-one battle. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Two teams that are very irrelevant. Fulham is fighting the relegation station battle of the week. Um, Joe Team Anderson for Newcastle. Congrats, buddy. Um, you fucked up. You got a red, and you gave two points away when you should have had three uh, to Fulham, which Fulham could use an extra point to get out of relegation. Yeah, I think uh, deep in my inside, I'm rooting for Fulham just because of uh, Tim Ream, the uh, the Gallagher guy. Oh yeah. But um, Fulham, eh, they've looked better in the past couple weeks, but uh, they're still right there in that relegation battle, not where you want to be. Who are the teams down right now? Can we look at the bottom three? Sheffield United, one point, I think. One point. Two points now. Two points. Two points. So they got a huge yeah. point because they play. They who they play? They play Brighton, right? Yeah, Brighton. The Sheffield Brighton game, which we'll get to. Yeah, they, so they got a big point, and then we got West Brom Albion sitting at seven points, and then Fulham's in that 18th spot. They're sitting with 10 points. Brighton, two points clear at 12 points. So. I mean, those. <laughs> we're just around. We're just around. You know, mid-season here, yeah. round in the corner. But if you're if you're Sheffield United and you got two points through fourteen Premier League games, you got to be thinking <laughs> Championship here I come. Because I. Oh, they're I getting stoked. A, I, I don't know. I mean, they got to get ten points just to get clear right now. Ten points. That's given yeah. Brighton doesn't earn one. <laughs> Um, they're in a tough spot. Yeah, no, they're in a bit of a bind. <laughs> Next game we have uh, Tottenham versus Leicester. Holy hell. What a fucking game. Good game. Honestly, maybe the re- I, I'm not shocked by the result. Put it that way. No, no. Uh, Leicester, obviously, great team. Tottenham, great team. Two really good teams playing really well in the league. Although Tottenham lose this game 2-0, and they drop six points in the week because they lost midweek. They lose here on the weekend, and now they're six, seven points off the top, I think. They're six points off the top, Liverpool. So they're down to sixth place just like that, and they were top of the league midweek. Yeah. I think a couple main takeaways here. Jamie Vardy, he's having a party. Are you kidding? <laughs> this guy's unbelievable. Uh, he's going to be my fan favorite of the week, and there's no doubt about that. Jamie Vardy is having a party. Good penalty, and I think he he created the own goal on the second goal. Yeah, I think you're right. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. Um, yeah, I've got Lester had 17 shots compared to Tottenham's eight, which, I mean, that just goes to show, like, how strong Lester's attack is and – how fierce it is. Um, I mean, yeah, there was that own goal from, I think it was Alder. Yeah. yeah. Alder Whaler. Yeah. I don't know how to say his Alder, name. Wild. Alder, yeah. Wildfire. Um, um. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, for sure. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, Think- like Tottenham is are they in a are they in a pickle here? Are they not I as good as we I think? I do. I'll tell you what. Tottenham's the first team to win the league in in December. Because yeah. from what I know, you win the league. It's May. Yeah. Okay. You don't win the league in you don't win the league in December. And I think every Tottenham supporter in the entire world, we're sitting top of the table. It's Mourinho's second year. Mourinho's second year. He's won every he's won every trophy in his second year at every club. Um, I love Mourinho, and I think Tottenham's is a really good team, which hurts me to say. I think but they'll be okay, but they will be okay. I don't think I think these two two games they dropped mean nothing yeah. in the long run. I think they. They're going to be fine. I mean, they're six points off the top, turning the turn the corner going the second half of the year. They lose to Liverpool. They lose to Leicester. I mean, two top sides. So, they, they're they fine. They got, let's see, they have a, Who's their next the Carabao team? Cup coming up. They have Stoke in the Carabao Cup midweek. And then Sunday they have Wolves, which will be another <laughs> test. So, yeah. Um, yeah, just being nice to Tottenham. They're a strong side. And yeah. I think they're I don't think they're, I don't think they're going anywhere. I think no. they're going to stay think, top of the pack all season long, and I don't. I think they'll still have a chance to win it. Um, yeah, I mean, Son and Kane together are just disgusting. I mean, Son has to be player of the year so far in the Premier League, in my my he's opinion. Nuts. I think he's Kane nuts. is nasty. is right behind them. Yeah. Oh, I, mean, I would say I would almost discussion, say. but yeah, but those all three of those names are right there at the top. Those are they're having a couple great seasons, and Tottenham's exciting to watch. They are. Um, Sheffield United versus Brighton, one-one. This was awesome. So this let's let's go back to the table here for a second. Sheffield United, (laughs) one point going into this game. One point under their belt going into this game. Thirteen games they had played before this game, Dugan. They had played. 13 Premier League games, and, and they point. have one point to their name. So they are right there at the bottom in the 20 spot. Brighton on the other end. Sorry. Yeah, Brighton. Yeah, Brighton. Yeah. Brighton sitting in 17th. And before this game, they had, what did they have, 12 points, 11 points? They had 11 points before this game. So they've played 14 games, and they have 11 points. And the scariest thing here, while we're talking about it, Arsenal's played 14 games. They have 14 points. Yeah. They're um, in 15th place. Unbelievable. Let's get back to the game, though. <laughs> this was awesome. Um, we have Sheffield United fighting like hell. And then they get a red card in the 40th minute. John Lundstrom. Hell. We'll fight with Lundstrom. 10, then, they said. <laughs> <laughs> what happens next? <laughs> Sheffield United scores a goal and goes up. They might get three wow. points with 10 yeah. men. This yeah, is I excellent. Mean, this is the dream come true, you know? Uh, yeah, sure. Let's let's end this game with four points on the season. But no. Yeah, wow. I mean, Danny Welbeck had something else to fucking say to Sheffield United. He said, let me break your heart in the 87th minute. Let us walk away with one point each. One point each. <laughs> You're going to have two points after this game, not four. Yeah, Don't get ahead of yourselves. And let's talk about Danny Welbeck a little bit. This guy. I mean, can someone tell me how old Danny Welbeck is? This 45. guy. Let's look it up real quick. 80. He is... He's old as dirt. He's only 30. So he's he's, already, he's an old bro, 30. He's I'll an tell old you 30. what, dude, he's an old 30. He's going to be close to 31, and that's for sure. He's really not because his birthday's in November. But uh, 
this guy's been around. I'll tell you what, he peaked early. Yeah, he but was. He's still around, and I'll tell you what, what a goal that is. To send Sheffield United home thinking, Sheffield thinking, oh, my gosh, here we go. We're going to take three points. We're going to be right back in this thing. You know what? They're probably thinking after this game, we might stay up. We might stay up. And Welbeck goes in there, scores. Sheffield's on their face. Sheffield is walking out the field. They're thinking, we're certain we're going down. We are certain we're going down. <laughs> nah. I mean, I'm sure they're really not thinking that, but it's looking more and more likely, isn't it? They're done, dude. They're done. They, they've already they've already entered the relegation station, taken the next mm-hmm. train to the Champions League, championship, whatever. Championship, they're done. Yeah. Next game, Man U versus Leeds. Man U wins six to two, an absolute scoreline to say the least for Man U. They need this. Mm-hmm. Man U is good again. Do you think? I think, I think so too. So I was looking a little bit more into this, and they haven't lost in the league since November first against Arsenal. So here they've gone two months. I month think they've won half, six. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's a month and a half. They've won six on the bounce. I mean. These guys in the Premier League, they won six of them. Obviously, they got eliminated in the Champions League, which is a huge loss for them, being such a big club uh, and getting knocked out of a tough group. They were in a tough group. But in the Premier League, they are looking really quality, and they have a really good team, I think. I think so, too. I I think they might make some noise this season. Yeah, yeah, I, I do, They too. have a chance. They have a chance. They, they might yeah. not, but they yeah, definitely yeah. have a chance. Yeah, and they have the right squad. I think it was the first year in years I can remember that they actually have a team that can play together and, like, can win games. Yeah, I think, I mean, oh, oh, dude, if you, I'd pay you 100 bucks if you know how to say this guy's name. What's, what's their manager's name? Oh, Shokajari. 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 Oh, this guy has been, I mean, I think every other week he's on the, He's on the brink of getting sacked every other week. I mean, it's one week they beat Real Madrid 2014 team, like an unbelievable team. Next week they lose to Sheffield United. I mean, they, didn't, they actually didn't. But And then he's just on the hot seat. And then the next yeah. week they play good. It's kind of inconsistent performances. But in the Premier League to win six or five on the bounce, six on the bounce, they are looking really good. They're five points off the top of the table, chasing Liverpool, obviously. But they're exciting. Bruno Fernandes, Bruno world-class players. Awesome. Awesome. One of the best attackers in the league, in the world. And uh, since his arrival, he has just turned them around. I, I mean, was he's given say, He's yeah. given a, a, a Most new energy to the team. player on that team by far. Yeah, by far. Honestly, by far, he used to be far. a Pogba guy. I'm glad he's riding the pine right now. Screw you, Pogba. Yeah, and you Pogba's going to be out man. in the January window, I think. Yeah. Is what his, uh, his agent was saying. So. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I hope um, so. That'd be cool. Yeah. Maybe he'll get better from doing that, too. I don't know. Yeah, but, and I think, talking about Leeds a little bit, Leeds are exciting team to watch. I yeah, think they're definitely. really fun to watch. They got Bamford, uh, Cleesh. I, like I think that's how you say his name. They, they have some good, exciting players. And the way they play, the way they attack is... It's actually really fun to watch. So this is a tough result for Leeds being coming up from the championship. They're obviously sitting on 17 points. They're 14th in the league. Uh, they're doing just fine. You don't really expect anything from people that just been promoted. So they're doing fairly yeah. well, considering they're doing better than Arsenal. Um, and they have an exciting team. I think they could 
maybe get to the top half of the table almost. Hell yeah. You know, just thumbs, thumbs up for Leeds. You guys yeah, are good. Yeah, I'm, I'm still on board there at Leeds. 6-2, tough result. Sorry about that. Um, West Brom, Aston Villa. Aston Villa wins three now. Yeah. So, Aston Villa, Jack Grealish. I cannot say enough about Jack Grealish. What a player that guy is. Jack Grealish is great. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about He's that. He's great. And Give there's a there's update. a No, no worries, man. There is a I'll tell you what. There's not too many people I like in the Premier League right now more than Jack Grealish. This guy is a he is a player. He had a couple assists today. I think Traore scored El Gaiz, Gaziz, Gazizi scored 3 nothing versus West Brom. West Brom Sitting in that 19th spot, sitting on seven points. So this is a game Aston Villa wins, considering they're they're uh, in the top of the top, top half of the, of the table. table. Yeah, so like number ten, right? Yeah, yeah, they're a good team. They're they're sitting at nine, 22 nine, points. Yeah, yeah, they're nine. I'll tell you what, they're only nine points off the top of the table, and they have two games in hand. So they win both of those. They're three points off the top of the table. They're too right there, to man. Say. That's too early I to mean, say. yeah, I, I'm, I'm rooting for these guys. Obviously, yeah. I don't think they make the top four. I don't think they make the top five. I, was I don't saying, think like, they're going to be playing European football next year. Sure, but, yeah. but I'll tell you what, they're they're halfway through the season. They got two games in hand. They could be three points off the top, which is a great – I mean, if you're you're Ashton Villa fan, you have to be thrilled right now. What a start to the season. What a first half. Certainly. Um, moving on to Monday's games, today's games, we have Burnley versus Wolves. 2-1 Burnley. Um, yeah, so Burnley, that's an extra three points for them to get away from the relegation zone, which they were kind of jumping in and out of or jumping around near. Dude, I'll tell you what, Burnley, that was a – Huge win absolutely. for Burnley. They absolutely massive. I mean, they points. let's say they, they lose this, they lose that game. They're tied for Fulham in the yeah. 18th spot in the relegation station battle. Hell yeah. So they they pop three points clear. They're sitting in 16th now, and they got a little bit of a cushion. They have a whole game cushion. It's tough for any of those teams down there to go get three points anywhere. So have a three point cushion is huge. Um, and Wolves they continue to drop. They are a really, really good team. They're, I'm honestly really surprised they're in 11th. They're sitting at 20 points. They're 11 off the top. Um, yeah, I don't think I don't that's know. reflective just, of how good they are. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're gonna that, turn I it think up it was a tough... after Boxing Day, and they're gonna they're gonna make a case for yeah the top. They're a better team than that. They're a better team than that. Yeah, that had to have been a huge, really disappointing result today for them. Definitely. Um, and our final game of the week, Chelsea versus West Ham. Chelsea wins 3 nothing, in good fashion. Chelsea look great. Um, yeah, they – I mean, they're in fifth place now. They look sharp. Yeah, I think Chelsea didn't – they didn't even play their best game today. They went 3 nothing. There's no complaints there. They got another clean sheet. Um, what's his name in goal right now? He's absolutely shredding it. Oh, my God. Um, He's been goalie of the year for sure. Give me a name. 
It has to be. I mean, he's been rock solid since he's got in. I think he has clean, six clean sheets. Um, Mendy? Yeah, yeah Mendy. Mendy. Mendy's looking great. Uh, Chelsea finally found a goalie. Now they got a little bit of they have a little bit of spine. Thiago Silva's given a little bit of spine in the back as well. Good Bag leadership one. qualities from him. He did score a goal. I saw I saw a stat today. He scored more goals, three goals in the Premier League this season. More goals than he scored in three years in the in League One. Jesus Christ! So, so to a hot start scoring goals, but I think most importantly, he's just kind of calmed the back line down. And he's just a leader in the back line. He's Really uh, kind of pulling together Chelsea, I think. But Tammy a good Abraham. performance. Tammy looked Abraham. sick. He did look good today. And, and this is what he, he needed got... that. He needed that. He really did. He yeah. was kind yeah, of being I mean, quiet this season. And yeah. um, that's I a great game. I think he just lack of, lack of chances, honestly, because they have, you know, they have Timo Werner up there. And then Olivia Giroud just scored like seven out of their last ten goals in all competitions or something. So for him to get the start was a big nod today. Yeah, that showed a lot of trust from Frank. Um, and he did really well with his chance. Played yeah. well to... I like this Chelsea team. I think they're fun yeah. to watch. I think they've got good team chemistry. Um, yeah, definitely something to pay together. attention. Looking forward to. They're obviously a Premier League giant, but um, let's yeah. just see. Let's just see how far they can go this year. Yeah, obviously always rooting for Pulisic. So yeah, and so that kind of wraps up our Premier League weekend recap. Um, I think we're gonna hop into some college football playoff talk, some championship weekend talk. Um, maybe touch upon the NFL. So um, we'll get to that right now. So that wraps up our first ever Premier League weekend recap. Hope everyone enjoyed it. Uh, More to come for those. Right now we want to take a little time to talk about the college football playoffs and bowl games. Um, College football playoff was released on Sunday as well as all the bowl game matchups and we have quite some words for that. Yeah, I guess let's dive straight into the Rose Bowl, Alabama Notre Dame. I I see this being a bloodbath. I don't see it being close after watching Notre Dame play Clemson. They just looked far off. I don't think they're going to turn it around by the 1st of January. I don't think this is something they can just change like that. They're just not as good. And maybe arguably not even supposed to be in the playoff. I mean, what do you think? I think Texas A&M had a good argument to get that last spot. Maybe not as strong as Notre Dame's, though. No, you you got to put Notre Dame. They got the right four teams in the college football playoffs. Um, they have the seedings right. I do think it's going to be murder on the field. Alabama is going to wipe Notre Dame. Um, Notre Dame is just not as good as we thought they were after beating Clemson in the regular season. And they really showed that um, this past Saturday. But I don't know. I think A&M, like maybe he could have had a case for making the college football playoffs, but at the same time, they didn't play in a championship for their conference. And, I mean, I got a friend that goes to A&M, Love the Aggies, but you can't put the Aggies in the college football playoffs over the Irish. You really can't do that. That would be criminal. That's fair. Fair. And then I think looking at the other game, Ohio State, there's many questions around whether they were going to get in, only playing six games. Obviously, the Big Ten changing every rule possible. 
to get them in. Um, so obviously the Big Ten really backing Ohio State. It's important to get a Big Ten team in there. But I think this game's going to be really close, honestly. Clemson, really good team. They're favorited at, by 7.5 points right now. So I, I think this game's going to be a bit closer than that. I think it's going to come down to the final possession. Yeah, and I definitely think there's still um, some smell of revenge for Ohio State in the air. Uh, they want to kind of make a statement against Clemson that last year shouldn't have happened. But, I mean, arguably it should have. It was the right outcome. But, yeah, I think that will be an interesting game. Definitely um, going to be a fun matchup to watch. Going to be really yeah. interesting. I, I just think... want to see uh, Justin Fields go up against – someone outside the Big Ten, because obviously everyone says, oh, he's, you know, the second coming of Christ. And he's actually going to be going up against Trevor Lawrence, who we know very, very good. So I just, I'm excited for the matchup. Yeah, definitely a great college quarterback matchup. Uh, Those are always super fun to watch. Got, we had, um, who was it? Joe Burrow and Jalen Hurts last year, and that was That's pretty great. fun to watch. Good matchup, uh, yeah. Yeah, and so we love a good quarterback matchup. Um, kind yeah, of. I think let's start looking at some of these other bowl games. I think, let's see, let's take a – so you know something I heard today that was interesting was we've always – we've been questioning this uh, Iowa State team. Three losses. They're going to be playing in the Fiesta Fuck the bowl. Cyclones. Fuck them. And I them. heard that their their past AD is like fifth on the board of the college football playoff or something. This could be a total rumor. I have no research to support it. But that's an interesting topic considering they are a three-loss team playing in the Fiesta Bowl, which is pretty shocking in my eyes. Yeah, and they play in the super strong, defense-heavy Big 12. My God. <laughs> Those are it's a shootout every game for each team. Yeah, and then let's not let's let's not forget. We're looking at let's see Cincinnati, great season, perfect perfect season so far. Uh, Coastal Carolina, they're another one of those teams. Okay, this Iowa State team, they lost to. I don't know if it's Louisiana University or University of Louisiana. Louisiana but they, Tech, I believe. The Raging Cajuns. It, the Raging Cajuns? Are they from the Tech of Louisiana? I, I fucking think so. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'll tell you what. They lost to them, and they lost to them by two, three scores. Uh, two scores. But still, unbelievable. If any team outside of this team, I think, lost to the Raging Cajuns at all, their season's done. Well, I mean... To be fair, it's not like Cincinnati absolutely got gypped. They're still playing in the Peach Bowl, so yeah. No, I wasn't really saying they got they got gypped, but I mean, this three three loss team coming in at ten, playing in the Fiesta Bowl, losing to the Raging Cajuns. That's a big question mark. Yeah, I definitely think for any Hoosier football fan that is the team that you absolutely hate right now is those Iowa State Cyclones and for good reasons I believe um I think we just hop into it the Hoosiers got fucked the college football playoff committee hates Indiana for who knows why it was their season probably their best season in well I don't know 50 years I mean we weren't playing the greatest of competition but 
Um, I yeah, think you we can argue. You can screwed. argue we weren't playing the greatest competition, but so basically the 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 playoffs saying on Indiana was that they played nobody. Okay, but then they go on to say Ohio State they beat Indiana, so Indiana was a team that they beat. That was a really good win. And then they go on to say, oh, Ohio State beat Northwestern. That was supposedly a good win. But they don't back the Hoosiers when trying to get into a good bowl game, New York or New Year's Eve 6. They're not in. It is quite shocking because in my eyes, when you play supposedly all these bad teams, Penn State ranked 8 when they played them. Michigan ranked 23 when they played them. Uh, Ohio State was 3, obviously the one loss by a score. Wisconsin was 16. Okay, so you beat all these teams. But somebody has to go do it. Am I right? Somebody has to go beat these teams. In order for them to say, oh, they're bad, they're getting beat. Indiana, week in and week out, went and beat these teams. We so were, not, it, we're, Indiana was the reason these teams were bad is because yeah, we shattered. They had bad seasons because they were losing to Indiana, who's just not very good, apparently. Even though we have probably one of the best defenses in the country, we led picks for, I don't know, week after week straight, probably until the seventh week of our season. I think we led that. But, yeah. Yeah, no respect. But I'll tell you what. They don't even need – they don't need the respect. They're going to go into this Outback Bowl playing Ole Miss, a below 500 team. And I think – I mean, Tom Allen is going to have these guys just locked in to go take care of business down there in Florida. I don't see any way they don't beat them by 15 points at least. Nah, it is genuinely criminal. Not the bowl we got put in, but the matchup we got. A 4-6 yeah, and six team? You couldn't even four put and the six respect SEC to us team. to give us a winning team? Yeah. yeah I mean, um, my God. That's yeah, quite I hope I, I hope we shit on Ole Miss. I really yeah, do. They're they're minus six and a half favorites. The Hoosiers are, but well, the way Tom Allen's going to have these guys fired up. He tweeted yesterday, blinders and earmuffs. These these guys are soldiers. Tom Allen has them ready to go, fired up. They're focused at the task on hand, and I think they take care of business in Tampa. Um, they win this game versus Ole Miss and Miami. And that wraps up today's podcast. Thank you for tuning in to Relegation Station. Looking ahead to next week, we got an interview with the Logan Poncho. And we're going to take a look, a deep dive into a, a boxing a boxing day recap. And we appreciate you guys following us. And we look forward to, to getting out another one next week. <laughs>